Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. All right, so a quick Brie update. Mm -hmm. She's taking this whole thing a lot better than I think either one of us thought she would. Until today. She's in a mood today. Yeah, she had a little bit of doggy depression today. But prior to this, she was just, well, she still is really compliant. being a belligerent toddler today. Yeah, she's just trying to push the edges a little bit. But it's just kind of cute to see her. Like just being so accepting of everything and is doing what she's told. Yep. Um she's a good girl. Yeah, and she's she's um requiring of some special treatment at this point. She has to be what? Put in a big pen so she doesn't get it's more to keep the other dogs away from her, I think. So that she doesn't start wrestling with them. It's to stop her from running around like a psychopath and jumping on everything. Well, it's also to stop the other dogs from bothering her kind of a twofold thing i think anyway <laughs> so we were we were looking into using um was it rover that yeah. you used yeah tell them about rover it's a place with dog walkers <laughs> yeah but <laughs> and but, dog sitters and dog feeders and dog it, abusers sometimes we've talked about that before though remember yeah the dude yeah um i think that it's a good thing overall if you do as long as you do your homework and make sure that the person's gotten good reviews and you know stuff like that i think it's a good thing especially because of a few times well yeah and then like it's enabled us to do a few things that we probably wouldn't have been able to do otherwise like go to the when we were young festival this past weekend is that why we're so tired (laughs) yes i felt this morning like i had been through a war Everything hurt. It feels all day. Feels much better now, though. The whole day. Like us to tell you, get some sleep, man. You're a champion. It helps. Well, it was more like my body was like, "You're either going to sleep, or I'm going to beat the hell out of you." And I chose the sleep. Quite frankly, the shower I took today was the best feeling thing. I just stood there oh, yeah. under the hot water and hot then I one. stretched my back. <laughs> yeah, those I do that all the time too. And wash the stink of that colossal asshole off of my existence. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bleach my pants because she so, rubbed her nastiness all so over. So let's them. let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's stay organized. On target. What did what happened on on uh, Sunday? Go to this this Las Vegas Festival grounds. Is that what that place was called? Yep. And there's the When We Were Young Festival had taken over there for the weekend, and it was like. A couple of bands mentioned that it was like Roadhog, uh, Groundhog Day, Roadhog Day, uh, Groundhog Day. It's it's because it's because it was like two days, days of the identical. exact same bands with the same sets and everything. It's like 
Now, interesting. Usually festivals have, you know, some bands this day and some bands this day. Um, but yeah. Uh, in any event, um, we go there and, um, we get in and it was, I gotta say, I was surprised by how smooth it was to get in with as many people that were pouring in around the time we got there. Well, and you got me all nervous that we were going to have issues because you bought reseller tickets. Well, did say, you know, this was the rules, but thankfully they didn't enforce those rules. But in any event, um, it was very, very smooth for a place that was filling up with so many people. There were hardly any bottlenecks. I think they were just trying to prevent people from being or purchasing a printed out ticket outside and trying to use it. Yeah, that's why it's exactly. said digital tickets accepted. Exactly. Only. And the tickets I had were plenty digital. She scanned them on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get more digital than that. Yeah. Well, I suppose it could have direct linked her phone. Think. <laughs> Like the baseball when you go there and they scan the tickets. Boom, that's a drag Pretty line. much what she did. Really? I think if I would have had the app-enabled ones, like if we'd have bought them directly from when we were young, yeah. that's what she would have done. Interesting. Um, that was so smooth, right? Would you agree? Like that whole thing just... Yeah, ID through. check, bag check, ticket check, in. Yeah, that was so quick. Then they gave us free water, which is... Also yeah, interesting, yeah. The unheard of thing. Well, I think that festival organizers don't want to be sued sued, and they don't want to fall into that public affairs nightmare of, you know, people were dropping dead because it was hot. Right. And it was hot enough yesterday. I mean, if we hadn't found shade when we did, I think I would have probably had a little bit of heat stroke. The thing is, that's interesting is what they did with the um, water stations, what they call them, hydration stations. All that was was tapping into the plumbing at the at the um, festival. There grounds. was a water truck parked behind it. Yeah, that was it. Just pipes running places, uh-huh. pick it up, and then they would just pump the water out, filter it, pump my, it out. My guess is they're part of the Las Vegas Festival Grounds rental. My guess is when we go to that yeah. other festival in a few weeks that same we'll tell company. you about in a few weeks. Yeah, same company will be but there. Be the same. You're, you're not wrong. But it's just that is enough. Let you in with an empty bottle. I get why it needs to be empty because, you know, there are people out there who will push the limits. There are still people who push the limits. I mean, coming in, we're always rule followers. It's crazy. We're always Mind rule clear followers. backpack. They, the backpack had to be 12 by 6 by 12 or smaller. Right. My backpack is 14 by like negative 2 by 12 because yeah. it's it's one of those yeah. drawstring backpacks. It's not. It doesn't yeah. have a width. Yeah. A, yeah. Whatever. So I wouldn't take it because it was two inches too big. Well, I saw at least 90,000 other people with the exact same drawstring bag. Also 90,000 other people with bags much bigger than that. Yeah. And I'm talking like full on backpacks, like, yeah. and, you know, just huge things. They were clear, but they were full on backpacks. We well, you know and some of those people with the clear backpacks. I know we saw some outside, Uh huh. but the ones we saw inside, a lot of them were the ones that they bought there. Well, at least they were selling them there. Right. But still, I mean, if you're going to limit the size of people's bags coming in, you shouldn't sell the bags that are that big. It's kind of simple. Yep. But we we kind of cruised around a bit. A um, bit. We walked from one side of the festival grounds to the other at least multiple six times. times. Yeah. And we, we saw, we got to finally meet face-to-face the, the lady from Instagram. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. 
um, <laughs> almost didn't recognize her because of the way she was dressed, but yeah, that was fun. Yep. And then we, we kind of bounced back and forth. And honestly, at the time we got there, we got there, what, like two, two thirty ish, something like that. Probably closer to two because the Uber came 15 minutes earlier than it was. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> if you picture this guy's like, and you're looking straight at where the main stages are, they're going to kind of be to your right. And then the other, and they're like right next to each other. And then the other two are to the left. One, then some space, then the second one. Both of those stages had really good bands playing on them. Like they, there was some good music coming out of there um, and bands I'd never heard of before. I actually went in and made sure I screenshotted the, the set lists so that I could um, look them up on um, Spotify later because there was just some really good bands. So we yeah. actively watched all time low, some 41, rise against good Charlotte, 30 seconds to Mars, the offspring blank 182 in green day. Yeah. Straight through. Yeah. From four until like one, 11, one after another, after another, after another. Yeah. Less than five minutes in between them. It was crazy. And that, they were and when all you, good. And when except you read for 30 seconds to Mars, which is just hot yeah, when you read that, uh, when you <laughs> read that list of bands though, that we watched, there are huge names on there. Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It was crazy to think that we finished a concert and the offspring was the third act on the bill and they got a shortened set because of it. And they're fantastic. Like, if you like the offspring, the offspring live is fantastic. Yeah. They, Minus their blabbering. They, they talk but... a little too much about stupid shit, but. I think they were just trying a little too hard to be funny. That's what I right. think. Um, and I don't think they understand that little quips about their music and the lyrics would have been funny. Yep. There was no need to be such, you know, try hard. <laughs> but as we were leaving, we discussed Green Day was the best, obviously. Some 41 was second best. Yeah, and by then far. tied for third, I think, were Blink-182 and um, Dustbrick. Yeah, I would agree. Blink One Eighty Two played too, played too much of their old their new music for a concert that was aimed at their old demographic. Do you know what I'm going to tell you? I was thinking I was thinking about that. Like, yeah, it's kind of a mistake for a festival that's called When We Were Young to do that. I hundred percent agree with you, but it does sort of tell you their mindset. They're not thinking as a band who's going to break up soon. They're not. Well, no, they're thinking. They should. But I'm just saying they're thinking more like, but a lot of times what happens is these bands, they get wallowed in the past music and that's all they ever play. Cause that's what everyone likes. Right. That's it happens when you're playing at a music festival called when we were young, people are coming to it with the expectation of hearing the music that was awesome when they were young. And I think I said that at the very beginning and then said, but I can understand why well, it was a mistake. they did what they did. Green Bay played songs from their new album. But there was only a couple of them. Two, yeah, and only two. I think there was a third one that was later that we didn't end up staying yeah. for. But they mixed them in with the stuff people wanted to hear, and people were just excited about them. But Blink One Eighty Two, it was just like a whole lot of their new stuff that nobody really had heard. Well, that—that's what she's she's right about because if I remember right, Blink One Eighty Two came out with like three of their classics, 
And then they went right into two of their brand new songs back to back, which is like, for me, kind of a downer because I haven't heard the new album. And then they just kept playing new stuff. And then they played new stuff, played new stuff, played new stuff. And then they insert insert like um, one or two classics and more new stuff. And then finally, they close out the show with all the classics. Right. And the crowd went freaking wild when they played the classics, which is how I know that I'm right, that they were mistaken to do what they did. (laughs) But it was really well done. Um, Honestly, the start, you know, I put that in quotes because that's defined by the band, whatever they do, like Green Day, their start was to start playing music from other people. (laughs) It's kind of weird. But it was that's like the, 10 minutes of music yeah, for other people, too. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, they gave you an hour and 50 minutes. Making me impatient. Yeah, but they gave you an hour and 50 minutes of music. I mean, these guys rocked. They were incredible. And we, you know, the best part was we did leave early, guys. But you could still hear them playing because of the way the festival grounds were set up. Because we had the to walk all the way, way back. For those of you who are familiar with the Las Vegas Strip, we had pre-discussed that we were going to catch our Uber home from the stratosphere because we figured fewer people would walk that far. Yeah. Um, I think that was a good gamble, by the way. Yeah, it was like six other groups waiting for their Lyft slash Uber. Yeah. Which we'll get to in a little <laughs> bit. But we said, so we had to walk all the way back to Circus Circus to get out of the festival grounds and then walk along the Las Vegas Strip to the Stratosphere. So it was, we effectively had to go all the way around. Whereas if they'd have let us at the emergency exit, we'd have been, it would have been saved like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, and you know, I think their only reason to not do that was to sort of kind of be able to control the flow of the traffic. They didn't want to have to have that many police officers yeah. hanging out everywhere. Yeah, they they were controlling the flow. I was going to say that so that only a couple of you know a handful of officers can handle it versus a handful at every exit. Right. You know, um, and so it's a good cost saving measure. Um, and I think it's also a good enforcement measure. But from a, from the standpoint of the customer who had to leave that place, we yeah. walked. I know because my Apple Watch tracked it. was 34 it. minutes by the yeah. time we got to Uber Lyft. 34-minute walk yeah. to get to where we were. And we walked at a good pace, too. We, weren't, we were not those people that crawl down the road. Hell no. For how tired my legs were, we walking were slow would have just been awful. My feet were hurting so bad. When we got home, my feet were like... I could feel my heartbeat in my feet. Yeah, me too. But see, that's the thing. We spent 10 hours on our feet with yeah. a few reprieves for just a few minutes, you know. That was but sitting on the ground. Ten, Yes, 10 hours on our feet. And yet it was, you know, it was kind of worth it. I mean, we saw some amazing bands that probably will never see again quite frankly i think it was completely worth it also when some 41 does their tour their final farewell tour next year i would kind of like to go oh i i agree (laughs) you don't get an argument from me on that they surprised me at how good they were yeah they were most excellent how about that because i they were really good at hyping the crowd without being annoying i wondered how um hyped they were like like by the production like, you know, how overproduced they were to where right. it was processed, where, <laughs> you know, because a lot of bands do that to make up for their lack of skills. Not that band. That band played just as well live. They were. Especially since amazing. they have two very distinct styles of music. Yeah. Within there. Anyway. 
The whole thing was very well put together. Whoever produces when we were young did a fantastic job. The only criticism I have for them is maybe if they could do something to make the water that comes out of their hydration stations actually cold instead of just like ambient temperature, it would have made the world of difference. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, I don't know who runs the concessions if they're individual people that like get a contract to do this kind it of seems food. So, that considering kind of food. one of them was Shake Shack. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I, I was going to yeah. say, I think honestly, that is the way, but, but I don't know that for sure. I have no confirmation of that, but let's go with that for a moment. If I was one of those places, I would adjust my pricing downward quite a bit because like we saw one where it was $30 for a triple burger, $30 for a triple cheeseburger. And it was not very large. And it was like 15 for a regular cheeseburger, 22 for a medium double cheeseburger and 30 for a triple cheeseburger. And you're like, for what? An extra meat patty costs you another, you know, eight to $10. Shut up. Yeah. No, it wasn't. We all we ate while we were there was some fries because the prices were a little uncomfortable. And people said, people said to us in the past, you know, it's it's their choice, you know, to to charge whatever they want. It is. You're a captive audience, and you know what? They're they're right, but I think that from the standpoint of volume, they can still stab you in the back as the consumer. And you know those, you know those um, fifteen dollar cheeseburgers. They could have dropped them to ten. For a single burger, they could have gone for fifteen and for a double a and made it like seventeen for a triple. Yeah, and then they would have made such a huge profit. But no, they have to try to like gouge you to death. You want to bet the prices were a little bit lower in the GA plus area, the VIP area? Probably because they've collected their money up front, right? And I mean, and it's true; it happens. Like what happened with us. I didn't not buy food. Just because of the pricing. Yeah, we didn't buy food because we weren't hungry because it was hot. At the and time. I was thirsty the whole time. All right. And at the time, I wasn't hungry. And then by the time I got hungry, we were in the midst of the crowd. Do you want to know when I got hungry? At about nine o'clock this morning. <laughs> but <laughs> that leads us to talk about, you know, and we can kind of wrap it up on this part. The people in the crowd. No, no. We have one thing after the people. <laughs> the people in the crowd were like 50% really our kind of people, like courteous, keeping in their little space. Like the man and the woman that were to my right for the majority, mm-hmm. he was standing behind her and they were just like kind of swaying in the little tiny bit of space they were occupying. Yeah. A plus people. There was a lot of people there that were A plus people. And then there were the belligerent assholes who have that entitlement that they should be able to shove anybody they want out of the way because they're going that direction and that's what they've decided. So get out of their way or they're going to shove you. Yeah. They, like they, it's, I've got no problem with you stepping in front of me <laughs> to get to the next stop, to get to the next stop, to get to the next stop. No problem at all. But don't shove me out of the way. The ones that I don't mind are the ones that just like lightly put their hand on your shoulder so that you know they're coming and you can well, adjust yeah, and that's yourself the, for them and that's to go the by. that's the purpose of them doing that. That's exactly the purpose. But we got that cow who like shoved herself in front of me and then she got all annoyed that i wasn't just going to like kowtow to her crap and move so she decided and i have to stop myself from hurling while i say this <laughs> she decided she was gonna like rub herself on me while dancing you got a free lap dance yes but it wasn't a lap dance that i wanted for free <laughs> like the the pseudo lap dance you got when we were standing there watching yellow card i think it was yeah 
was kind of funny. Yeah. One, she wasn't actually touching you. No. And she was just kind of amusing. But she sure looked like she was going to touch me. Like that was right. just like <laughs> standing there laughing. That at was him. a bit close for comfort for me, man. <laughs> but this one, she was like grinding herself on me. I was like, I'm going to throw up and I'm going to bleach myself. And if if we'd have stayed standing there until the quiet spot between Blink-182 and Green Day, I was going to say, I'm not paying you for the nasty lap dance. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about it um, the next day and like that woman with the, you know, lap dance thing that, you know, she didn't touch me, but whatever. Yeah. I think sometimes women who are like on the prowl or whatever, that's how they test the waters. And it's like, if the guy responds by touching them or whatever, then they know it's on. Or letting them grind on them. Yeah, or then it's on. Then it's on. And if the guy keeps them away, well, then they move on to the next guy. She was and why have any... just having a good time, though. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Why have any shame about it? I mean, that's right. the thing. Just enjoy yourself and let the other person decide. And that's just it. I got a choice, didn't I? I could participate. Right. Or I could stay away. It was my choice to stay away. I'm not going to shame her for doing it. Well, then there was that super rude photographer guy who like shoved you out of the way. And then he was, he was like, like, he's like, hold on, man. Let me just step in front of him for a second just to get a shot. Just one shot. Just one shot. And like five minutes later, that's how nice we are. I finally say to him, could you just move on now? I even nicely then, boom, had he just went. I put my hands on his back so that he wasn't actually leaning on me. And so that he wouldn't fall over so that he maybe was more stable. So he get the shots that he wanted. But come on, man. There's a point. You can only lean on someone for so long. There's a limit. Then you were not feeling good. And we ditched the big crowd and went to the back, which I have to say was a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, I actually enjoyed, (laughs) you know, like my main purpose in being there was to see Green Day. Right. I mean, we've. We've talked about how that was a bucket list item of mine, and now you've I done can it. now check that off. Um, but I will and tell you what. it was everything you hoped it would be. It sure wasn't. <laughs> but we're going to go again when they're um, doing their stadium tour in 2024 in the summer because we expended so much energy in the hours leading up to we, we had already been there for eight hours standing before they, before they even started. So we expended so much energy um, being out there and it wasn't safe to sit on the ground anymore once it got dark. So that's why I was like ready to pass out in like normal time. If the sun was out, I would have just sat on the ground for a while. I would have felt better and stood back back up. Yeah, but you were wearing all black. People right. were pushing and shoving. You almost right. got stepped on before it even got that crowded. You did get stepped on once. Right. So I was just like, let's get out of here before I pass out. And you didn't seem to have a problem with it. You know, you know better than to not. If if you had a problem with it, you have to tell me and I would stay or go. Would be up to me to make that decision. There was a nasty ass grinding on me. Of course, I was okay with leaving. Yeah, that woman was something <laughs> else. Um, Another entitled... so that part was that part was the good and the bad the people were dumb but the people also some of the people were nice so i mean what was interesting was interesting to me is the younger and smaller the person the more belligerent and rude they seemed to be getting through the crowd as a like as a just a i noticed i noticed the same stereotype and and i kept wondering why any any speculation on why? I don't know. Maybe the people who weren't 
super young are just from a more courteous breed of people. I don't know about you. Well, my you parents taught me not to do that. But you specified like size and height. I mean, oh, no. I think tiny people in general have this assumption that they can fit through a space that's smaller than they are still, or that they're not going to cause a huge wave by cramming themselves through it. So that that part is. So they have little person entitlement syndrome. Yeah. They have less. You'll notice, like tiny Lips. little women, tiny little women will shove themselves through spaces at places like that. It happens to us on Fremont Street sometimes. Yeah. So that's just, I'm stereotyping tiny people. Sorry, tiny people. But I'm doing it. Well, see, I hate to say this this way, but I'm going to say it this way because it's what comes to mind and we're honest on this show. But what I've noticed that with the Fremont Street issue is it's also usually extremely slutty dressed women that shoved themselves in front because they think that they're putting on a show for you and that you should just appreciate that and let them get in front of you. That's honestly what I think they think. Right. No BS. That's what I believe they believe. Um, it's bleeped up, but, but yeah. Um, well, that was the people. The part that I thought was the most quote unquote bleeped up because apparently you don't want to put an E on this episode. <laughs> was the morning yesterday morning we decided we were going to pre-book our ride to get there and we were taking ride share this guy over here goes into lyft i don't even know why we bother quite frankly anymore with lyft oh i won't be after this whatever and it quotes him 344 dollars for the pickup for a ride that would normally cost somewhere between 15 and 30 depending on the day the, the day traffic. and the time of day, yeah, right. pretty much. I mean, I could see it being on the higher end because it's festival time, but that much higher end? Nah, 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 nah. Put it this way. I opened the Uber app fully expecting it to be like 150 <laughs> Just from our St. Patrick's Day experience? No. We paid $26.05 to get to the festival grounds. Okay, $26.05. What did we pay? Like round trip, including tip, like, 85 bucks total total ish yeah Yeah. and parking was going to be 75 and now don't forget you also have to find your way into the parking and then the parking was quite the haul away yeah from where the festival was so you weren't saving yourself any time i wanted you when we were sitting at the stratosphere after our long hike over there after the festival was over to check lift because i was so curious and then i was just like nah but Oh, we sit down at the stratosphere and it tells me the Uber home is going to be $71. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care anymore. I'm just going to order our Uber. I don't care. We're going home. We don't have another choice. I still think it would have been worth the extra like 30-ish dollars that we would have paid over the parking. I just do. It was, I do too. It, it, and here's the thing. I still have it on me, actually. We got the over 21, you know, wrist ra- wristband. Well, if I had wanted to have a... Um, alcoholic beverage i would not have had the one thing that wasn't super expensive i would not have had to avoid having an alcoholic beverage it turns out it didn't feel like having an alcoholic beverage i thought about it for a little bit there i thought it would make my legs feel better (laughs) but but i could have is the point because we weren't going to drive but what if we drove there's no way so it's kind of stupid as it turned out the first uber i requested declined our ride and then it couldn't find another one 
So then you had me go and look at the taxi cab app, which ate like five minutes of my life up. And then it wasn't going to work. So I went back to Uber and our Uber home was only $41. See, so me, me diverting you to the taxi cab app saved us some money. 30 bucks. Yeah. There was the man and the woman that were there. He said that he was going on Lyft. And he heard that we got it to, on Uber. So he switched because 17 times Lyft matched him with the driver. Said yeah. they were going to be there in like three minutes and then canceled. Then rematched him with the driver, then canceled, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 17 yeah. times. It only happened to me once. I got canceled on one time, and then they said they couldn't find me a driver. So that's that was annoying enough. But I can't imagine 17 times I'd have been like, get up, we're walking home. Well, and the whole well, and the whole um the whole not being able to find you a driver thing um makes sense because there's so much going on in town right now that there's not enough people driving for them anymore. So I read 18,000 people per day attended when we were young. Ish. Seemed way more crowded than that, man. I thought so too, but this is from the people who sold the tickets. So, Well, you know that discussion we had about Allegiant versus T-Mobile? Yeah. And now it's 100% T-Mobile because that whole crowd wasn't there just for that one band. 90% of them were, though. Well, still. It's way less than 20,000. Anyway, so then 18,000 people are piling out of there, and I would say probably 10,000 of them all at once. Yeah. How many lift cars do you have? You know, like, of course there's a demand, a big demand, and you're going to have a wait. As it was, we had a 15-minute wait before our Uber could come get us. A certain percentage, a certain percentage stated hotels around there. Right. A certain percentage were having people pick them up because you could see there were like younger people. There was and they're a, like, oh, there she is. There she is. There was a big group of people headed to the Sahara to get on the monorail because they stayed at the other end of the strip. Yeah, nothing so wrong with that. Monorail made bank smart. that day. But that's smart. That's a good way to go. Yep. I like the monorail. I think it's one of the best things about going down to the strip, except the thing I don't like about the monorail is where it's located in the back. But no, you're. you're <laughs> that's a topic for another day. <laughs> you make a valid point though i mean you just do i think your main i think your main point is true yep anyway lyft gets the big old giant middle finger because they can take their 344 dollars and they can stick it be damned if i'm paying more to get to a concert than i paid to go to the concert right that's the thing it would have been more than the tickets cost us right. and and it was just stupid. Like the timing made made. I mean, it made sense because they're trying to rape me because I'm trying to go to a festival. And you tried to but, book in advance. And Lyft Lyft is ridiculous about that. But I actually think if if it were me, I would offer. Hey, the other guy's charging thirty five. I'll charge you twenty nine. Yep. You know why? Because you're like, show me your when we were young ticket. And the driver will punch in the thing in the app and you'll get it for the, the ride for 29 bucks. Why not? Then, then they're encouraging you, the people who go to the festival to be um, responsible. I'm surprised they weren't handing you know? out those um, Uber Lyft vouchers there. We've been to a lot of yeah. places where they hand, where alcohol is running freely and they hand out the Uber Lyft vouchers, 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 vouchers. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard word to say sometimes. And apparently that means it's time to go to bed. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.